This podcast is from our Tabar Gathering 2019. For more information on Tabar, please go to our website, tabar-network.com. Well, it's great to be with you uh, as usual. Uh, it's such an honour to be invited to these Tobar uh, conferences and uh, just because it, it, it kind of refreshes me. I, I come to see you to get refreshed and I come to give and I come to encourage. Uh, I thought that was a great session last session, uh, Phil. That was just wonderful. And uh, I just had a little trouble with the Irish accent, and uh, <laughs> which, uh, I mean, Phil knows this, but uh, when he was talking about being purred with his <laughs> iPhone, and I thought, I'm missing a whole experience in my whole life. I've never been purred by my iPhone. <laughs> And so while he was talking, I got my iPhone out, and I, I thought, I purr you. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. The Holy Spirit came. And of course, you know it's my great privilege. I, I've been purred with this house <laughs> for about 25 years. And when I met Phil, he and I had hair and uh, of a different colour. He had hair and I had black hair, and so here we are. But today I felt uh, I was to bring a word. Uh, when Alan uh, phoned me and said, would I come, I actually didn't know the title of the conference. Alan only told me that much later, like last week or something. <laughs> just, um, he's good at some things, you know. <laughs> but we just love you. And, uh, and, and so I texted him, and I, I, without knowing, I said, to you, I, I have this thing, I, I have to bring a message about stepping into the unknown. And so he texted me back, and he was going, oh, amazing. Did you know the title of the conference? And I said, no, no. <laughs> And so uh, today I somehow, I, I didn't want to sort of bring a lot of teaching because I feel at conferences you, you get so many messages and so many scriptures and so many uh, wonderful Bible exegesis. But today I felt I was to tell you some stories, Aww. partly because as I heard the title, Leading from the Known, Leading from What We Know, Moving from that which we know into something which we don't know, I started to think, what an amazing journey that that has been in my life. And I, I started to, God was just sort of downloading things I had totally forgotten from long ago in my experience with the Lord. And I realized as I was texting Alan at that time that all of our journey, young and old, and uh, my journey with the Lord started when I was, I started ministering when I was about 20 and I started to realize even as a young person in ministry, the journey has been learning and understanding and moving into the unknown and our eyes haven't seen it, our ears haven't heard it, but there's something that is a deposit in the spirit, that we know it in our knower, even if we don't know it in our minds, even if we don't know it 
uh, uh, by seeing and hearing. There's something that's known to each one of us, no matter our age. And it's a journey, uh, there's a learning to move from the known to the unknown. And my scripture today is from Hebrews chapter 11. And it's by faith Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. I want you just to hold that thought. He went out. He went to a place that somehow he knew would be his inheritance in God. But he didn't know the way. He didn't know the shape. He didn't know the design. He maybe even hadn't heard the sound of it. But something is deposited in the spirit. And, and that's what I want to... Today I want to stir up something about courage for the unknown journey. I want to stir up boldness and, and uh, love for the unknown journey. And most of all, uh, certainly in my own life, I want to stir up and encourage you in trusting God for the unknown because I realized in reflecting and looking back that the patriarch Abraham went out. And in, in Scotland, we talk, when we don't know something, we say the words of we didn't have a scooby, we, we didn't have a clue, we, we didn't have a scooby-doo, we, we were totally clueless. And I realized in my own journey that step by step into the unknown was the way that the Lord was educating me. And I want to educate you in the spirit by giving you testimony. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the power. You have a testimony. We've just heard amazing testimonies to what God's doing to the glory of God. And I have a little video. I hope we can play it. And it's about trusting God for the unknown. Let's see if we can get this video to work. Maybe you guys could try and press that for me. Step up here on this chair and close your eyes. All right. And then everybody fill in. And we're going to ask you to fall and then they will catch you. So you have to trust us. I'm going to count to three. Just relax and fall. Okay? One, two, three. No, wait, no, wait. I just love that. That more or less typifies my journey in God. And, uh, <laughs> and there's times I maybe should have done that, and by mistake I did that, and yet it seemed to have worked out all right. And the thing that we like in our journey into the unknown, what we like, here, here is a root overview. And so when we're making a journey in the natural, we're very, very comfortable when now we've got our sat-nav and I can type in the place and the postcode and how to get there and, and it even tells me how many minutes and a right turn and eight miles a left turn and then straight on for 12 miles. And there's a little gadget in my route planner in my car. It's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> Just do that again. God, that was amazing. <laughs> I might 
might do that thing. <laughs> There's a little gadget uh, in my uh, route planner, uh, and it's called the route overview. And if I press the right button, I actually get to see more or less the whole journey. Is this falling? This is falling off. Uh -huh. Will I just somehow discard that? And we're filled am I on? We're filled with confidence because somebody gives us an overview of the route, the journey, the timetable. And it fills us that we are totally confident then when we set off on a journey that we've never been. And the good news for us today is that God has a route overview for your life. I've realized hindsight's a wonderful thing. I maybe didn't realize that at 20 when I was stepping out, but I now realize that he has a root overview for what each one of us. And here's the Lord's root overview. Psalm 139, verse 16. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. In some of the older versions, it says words like, you have seen the substance of my unformed parts. And I started to think about this word sustenance, even before I was born. There was something about the substance and every moment of my day being laid out, even before I had lived one of them. And part of the journey into the unknown is to learn Something about the deposit of faith and the deposit of the anointing that God has given you and the deposit of the gifts and talents that he's given you in your heart. And we don't actually know it until we start to step into the unknown. The challenge to our faith is somehow to take a step. The challenge to our faith is somehow to make a beginning. The challenge for us is just to stretch out and do that which is in our spirit, that which the Lord has deposited inside of you. And several years ago, the Lord um, uh, opened doors to China for Vicky and I to go in and encourage the Chinese to plant counseling services. Laura, you can go now here. Here, Laura. <laughs> That was great, wasn't it? <laughs> Did you catch that? <laughs> this is going to be a, a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> and he took us to a place called Qian. That's where the terracotta warriors are. And, and uh, very few people spoke English. And uh, Vicky and I, because we were ministering to the underground church, there was a ban on texting a ban on emailing. We weren't quite sure, you know, how will we know where to get? And, and we'd ask questions like, well, where is it? Silence. Well, well, what do you want us to talk about? Silence. Well, where is the exact location of the meeting? Silence. And something about stepping into the unknown. My question for you this morning is, I wonder if you can endure the silence. 
because there's lots of times the sat-nav doesn't speak. If I hit, in, in Scotland, I drive up and down the M8, and once I get onto the M8, my sat-nav lady, who I call Vera, <laughs> Vera is silent until I get to the city of Glasgow because I'm on the right track. There's no turnings, there's no slipways, there's no roundabouts, and the sat-nav is silent when you're on the right route. But my question to you, for some of you today, as you step into the unknown, can you endure the silence? Because there'll be times God does speak at transitions. Of course, he speaks. He speaks when we have to change and shift. And, but sometimes when you're on the right track, all you do is keep going in that direction. And don't be surprised and think it not strange, beloved, when heaven seems silent because he's building up this ability that you and I have to trust in the Lord. And there's something about when, so when we were in uh, Chian, uh, uh, we would get up in the morning and I would think, right, God, just show us, show us where the meeting is. And we started walking. Now, if Vicky was here, she would say that she was amazed because I would say, I think we have to cross that footbridge and then I would say, I think we have to turn left. And then I would say, I think it's somewhere over there. I think we have to go there. And sure enough, we'd walk into this university building and the place would be packed and everybody was totally silent. And Vicky then, as we got home, I, Vicky would say, how, how do you do that? And I, start, I started to think, I don't know. How do we do that? How do you and I move from what is known move from a natural root planner into a supernatural root planner. And what I want to suggest, the only answer I have is that even before we were born, into our substance was downloaded dreams and vision. Into our substance was downloaded the, the divine root planner. And even before I had lived one day, all that is stored up in heaven is in the divine root planner and it's downloaded into our substance and suddenly it's like destiny and deja vu. We start to go wherever it is we have to go as an inheritance of the blessing that the Lord has laid out for our life, the blessing we have to be, the blessing we have to receive. And suddenly in your knower, when I'm abroad and nobody can speak my language, it is as if I've been here before. And the only way I can explain it, have I dreamt about this? I know this is the way. I know this is the building. I've seen this in my dreams. I used to think maybe I dreamt about those locations. But now as I get older, I actually believe that in my own form substance, I actually believe that even before I was born, before I'd lived a moment on my life, something was downloaded. And my question to you is, what is it that you feel so that when you walk into a place, a situation, there's many situations I think, have I done this before? Have I? This is so familiar. It's totally unfamiliar. You have to move out of that which is comfortable and you have to move out of that which is familiar in order to move into that which is unknown and unfamiliar, yet it is familiar. That's destiny and deja vu. You've seen it before. You've sensed it before. 
There might even be a fragrance of a memory that comes to you. I think, oh, this is so like somewhere I know. And it's in your unformed substance. I find this really amazing. And until you step into the unknown, you won't actually understand. That's then the, the moment that the root planner and the internal sat-nav starts to click into place. And it is such great fun. It is amazing. I have the best job in the world just because I have such great fun. I think, gosh, you couldn't make this up. You couldn't sort of plan, I'm going to tell you a story, you couldn't actually plan the stories that you and I have as testimonies that are planned as we step into the, the unknown. Uh, just now, uh, we are interviewing for the next diploma in counselling. I know some of you here are coming on the next diploma, so that's a great honour and a great delight. But the other day, um, I was interviewing a woman uh, in Scotland and <clears throat> this woman is a very new Christian. I don't think she's yet baptized in the Holy Spirit. She goes to a traditional church in Edinburgh. And I had sent an email and I said to her, um, we do all the interviews by FaceTime. And so if you ring this number on the FaceTime, I'll interview you by FaceTime. And so I sat on the day, Monday it was, and I sat and I was just waiting for her FaceTime, and I was waiting for her FaceTime. And she wasn't doing anything, so I decided I better phone her and see what's happening. So I phoned, and I said, hello, it's Andrea. Can you turn on your FaceTime? And she says, oh, why well, don't I have FaceTime? I said, oh, well, that's all right. Could you turn on WhatsApp? And see, she hadn't been purred yet. <laughs> <laughs> I want all my students to be purred. <laughs> she hadn't been purred. And then she said, I said, are you online? I said, what's that? I said, well, you know, I'm trying to explain it. Do you have a computer? No. So anyway, I interviewed her, and she was actually an amazing person. And she kept saying the words, God has told me I have to do this course. And then I'd ask her another question. She would say the answer, and then she'd say, God has told me I have to do this course. So by the end of the interview, I really, really liked her. And so I said, I would love you to do the course. The one dilemma is we download all our notes electronically and we have tutorials by FaceTime and, and, and it's really computer technology dependent. And she said, oh dear, what will I do? And I said, well, the only thing I can suggest is that we'll both pray and we'll see what God well, do. And so she, this was Monday, she was about to step into the unknown. She didn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, wow, this is going to be amazing because she was so convinced that God was going to do it. So on Thursday, as I was preparing to come and see you, I was just sitting and my phone lit up and it was WhatsApp and this little Glasgow voice said, Hello, Andrea. <laughs> we face comes up, it's me. <laughs> and I said, Dorothy, are you on WhatsApp? She said, and then she started crying and she said, wait till I tell you. She said, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to God doing this, she said. And she was all shaking. And so the, her story was she prayed uh, on Monday and then on Wednesday she received a very official looking letter, it was sort of 
you're all, all uh, sort of with special stamps on it. And this was a letter from a lady solicitor. The lady had been a neighbor of some years ago and had died six months ago. And this letter from the solicitor said that the old lady had wanted to leave her legacy to Dorothea and then put in a bracket for educational purposes. And so, and I was saying, oh, that's amazing, praise the Lord. And Dorothea said, that, that's not the end of the story. I said, all right, what else? <laughs> Stepping into the unknown. On Wednesday, when she got the news, she decided to go out a walk, and she was just crying and full of praise and didn't know what to do with herself. And she bumped into another neighbor. And she was so overflowing. She says, wait, I tell you what's just happened to me and God and this and that and computer and everything. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And the man said, Dorothea, do you know that I've just retired? And she said, no. And he said, Dorothea, do you know what my job was? And she said, no. He said, I was an IT teacher. <laughs> and he said, I'd like to take you right into town right now to the Apple shop and help you to choose a Mac and an iPhone and da-da-da-da-da, and I will help you. And... And it was just, she has begun her journey into the unknown. And the words, so this brand new Christian, she said, even before I asked, even before I prayed, even before I knew, she said, as a brand new baby in Christ, God had it all prepared for me, even before I took a single step. And I said, I know, it's just so exciting. It's so amazing. And I want you to start leaning into that, not that which is known in your leadership. Don't lean into that which is known, because we can learn that stuff from the millions of books, that fine books about leadership. I want you to lean in to another source of knowledge, which is taking you into that which is not known. And no eye has seen it. And we start to move in Ephesians 3, verse 20. He is able to do beyond what we can think or hope or imagine. And suddenly God stirs up our creative imagination and into the substance that he downloaded your destiny. He starts to release you into following him who is your shepherd and your guide. And we declare over you the Lord is your shepherd. He's not a shepherd who sometimes occasionally shows up in our lives. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me. He guides me in paths of righteousness. Wow. How do we know that we are on track for our destiny? We get all these little thrusts and pulls and tugs of the Holy Spirit where if I'm going off on the wrong pathway, he leads me, he guides me, he prompts me, he speaks to me, he's my shepherd, he's the shepherd of my soul. And he will keep me on track because there is a divine overview of my route, of your route, of our destiny inside of us. Even though, the psalm goes on to say, even though, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will. I want you to think of that phrase, even though. Today, some of you are here and you're sitting in, even though. Even though I feel imprisoned. 
I will praise him. Even though it's dark and it's midnight, I will sing praises to God. Even though there's no food in the barn, I will sing praises to God. Even though there's no sheep in the field, I will praise him. He is my shepherd. It's amazing. <coughs> if I hadn't known that the theme for your conference was walking in the unknown... <coughs> excuse me, into the unknown. I maybe would have wanted to come to you today and talk to you about defiant faith. <clears throat> A faith that moves on with God no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the situation no matter what the health is like, no matter what is happening around you, even though. And I had this word that what we need to move into the unknown is defiant faith, not just faith, but a faith that will defy the circumstances and defy the odds and defy the situations. And I was thinking, wow, defiant faith. And just as I was thinking that thought on Thursday, excuse me, <coughs> a friend of mine was sailing on the East Coast and she took a picture of a boat and she said, I don't know why, but I feel I have to send you this photograph right now. And there was a sailing boat and the name of the sailing boat was Defiance. <laughs> and she said, is that appropriate? I said, that is so appropriate. So we've not just, uh, I could lay my hands on you, as Paul did to Timothy, and I could ask for the stirring up of faith, but I feel I have to lay my hands on you, <clears throat> figuratively speaking, and stir up defiant faith in order to take you into the unknown. How amazing is that? There's something today that you will see that I have brought a ministry prop <clears throat> I texted my friend Alan and I said I need a set of stairs I need a power of stairs and, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> and do you know you won't believe what he texted me back you, you will not believe this of your pastor he said, do you have personal indemnity insurance? <laughs> he didn't know I was going to show you the wee video, you know. <laughs> but something very important, and maybe I don't realize the importance of this, something very, very important, that if we can just take just a little bit of time, about your steps, uh, and hopefully you'll see why I've brought the ladder. <clears throat> it says in the Bible that the steps of a man are established by the Lord, and he delights in his way. It also says in the Bible, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word lamp for me, and, and you can think with me, try and think this through with me today. The lamp implies to me that I would have just enough journey and enough light 
to see the next few feet or the next few yards in front of me. And it implies to me that <clears throat> it's like my car headlights. I have enough light in my dark to maybe see, you know, the next, I don't know what the headlights are supposed to illumine. You can help me, but maybe it's 25 feet or something like that. I do not have enough light in my headlights to see my final destination. I don't have enough light in my headlights if I have to travel 50 miles to Causeway Coast. I don't have enough light in my darkness to see the whole way to Causeway Coast. But the word lamp implies to me that I will find the way and I'll see enough light. If I could just walk in the light that I have, I will find the way. A while ago, when I was very young, which was a long while ago, I was invited to join the ministry of an old prophet called Shel Schoberg. Uh, he was Swedish, and our job was to be part of the army of intercessors that would go in and free up the borders of Albania and pull down the Berlin Wall and try and release some of the Serbian conflict. And so we were going in uh, in underground situations where at that time you weren't actually allowed into certain countries. At that time, if they had known that we were having underground prayer meetings to release uh, the word of the Lord into nations, that would not have been a very good thing for the authorities to know that. And... I was leading worship in those days, and I was invited by two Yugoslavian ladies. They came up to me and say, they issued the Macedonian call. Come into Macedonia, come over to Macedonia and help us. And strangely enough, I'd had a dream, and I knew that I was to do that. And I said, so how do I get there? And they say, you fly to a place called Skopje, and... So this is all in England, and and where, where, and what, and and they say, well, we can't fill you in with all the details, but, you know, you can't send us emails, but don't worry, just arrive on the 25th of something, and you will find your way. So I went, right, right, and and what do we do when we get there? And here it is again, silence. And, and if I to speak, silence. And, and I mean, is it legal? Silence. And I flew into Skopje, and this was a big, big beginning in learning to walk in the unknown. And I arrived in Skopje, and I had a wee suitcase, and I'd hidden my Bible in the suitcase. And I, it was like MI5, and I was all like, oh. <laughs> Probably was a nutcase, but it was just a... And there was no one there, but there, were, there was a man standing over here and a man standing over there. And I thought, so we're not to speak, we're not to say we're Christians and I'm looking for the prayer meeting, so you're not supposed to say that. So I thought, I wonder how you approach. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And so, <laughs> I mean, walking into the unknown, it's not easy, right? <laughs> and I approached this gentleman, and I considered very, how do you? So I said to him, 
don't copy me, this is not good. <laughs> and I said to this gentleman, hey, have you come to pick me up? <laughs> and he went, no, 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 nine, no, nine, nine, no. So I thought, right, well, this walking in the unknown malarkey, this is... <laughs> So I thought I'd have a go at this other man. He looked. <clears throat> so I had the other man in my sights. And I thought, right. So once bitten, twice shy. So are you going to the, are you going to the meeting? You're going to the meeting. And he said, yeah, yeah. Got one. And he then said, do you know where it is? I said, no. <laughs> do you know, are we in the right turn? I don't know. I don't know. And so I said, well, let's go outside. And we'll see if we can see anything. Of course, in my destiny, your word is a lamp. And so I, I go, <clears throat> standing outside the Scopier airport, pitch black. And of course, if a car came past, we would go, ah, oh. Next car, oh, ah, oh, oh. nuts, totally nuts. This is another true story by Andrea Wigglesworth. It's, um, just then, over there, one lamp, one street lamp went on. No other street lights, just this one lamp went on. And then I felt the Lord said, my word is a lamp. You will get enough light. Go in the light that you have. So I said to the gentleman, I think we have to walk to that lamp. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> Following this strange woman. So I step out to get to the lamp. And then this lamp away over here went on. Walk in the light that I have. Then this lamp away over there went on. And after about half an hour, we sort of stumbled into a hotel. And here were all the other people who had all been led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit. Led into the unknown. And I want to say to you something about you've got to learn to go in the light that you have. Sons and daughters of God are led by the Spirit. There's something so deep in your knower, in your unformed substance that keeps us on track. It just, we just kind of know, but we don't know. We know, but we don't know. And I call that the unthought known. That's my phrase for it. We've not thought about it, we've not seen it or heard it, but it's known to you. And here's the word, you, you aren't designed for the known. You're actually designed by God to lead into the unknown, to lead a nation, to lead a church, to lead an organization, to lead a business into the unknown. And then that's when the wow, the wow, the wow, the wow, the wow begins to happen. I want to give you a definition just as we finish. <clears throat> I know I'm running out of time. Definition of the unknown. 
this so, I decided to look this up in the dictionary. It's so blessed me. The first definition is what is not familiar. Second definition, what is not known. And then it goes on to describe in the dictionary a place, a situation, or a thing that is not known about or even understood. And here's my favorite definition. It is something that requires discovery. Isn't that great? The unknown, something that we don't know, a place, a situation, a location that we don't know, but it requires, by definition, it requires discovery. Abraham, as our patriarch, went out to a place that was not known to him in order to receive his inheritance. I want you to imagine the conversation Abraham and his wife are having. You know, Abraham says, uh, right, right, we're moving. Sarah, we're, we've, we've to move now. Rachel, we, Sarah, we've to move. So the woman would say, well, where have we to go, darling? <laughs> and the man would say, don't know. <laughs> well, well, where will we live? Darling, <laughs> don't know. Well, where will my children go to school? Darling, <laughs> I don't know. Because God wants me to go to a place that is not known. But if we will go to the place that is not known, we will receive the inheritance of the blessing that he has prepared for you from the days even before you were born because he laid it down into the unformed substance. Oh, how cool is that? Wave to me if you're still with me. It's amazing. <laughs> well, somebody's just wave. <laughs> <laughs> and as I finish, I, I, there's lots of stories, but I, I just want us to get to land this. I, I feel your steps today are so important. Steps of a man and a woman are ordered, is one description. The steps of a man, some description says a good man and a good woman. You are all good men and you are so fine. Church of God, how good are you? You're fine because he's fine. The steps of a fine person, a person of excellence, a person who's pursuing goodness, are established by the Lord. And God delights in your ways. That's what the psalm says. And I started to think, Lord, why are you... <clears throat> Here's the insurance risk. Here we go. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I hope I don't get slain in the spirit. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 Your steps, this feels foolish, it's just a prop. Your steps, your steps, try and think of this. Try and stay with me. Your steps are ordered by the Lord. And today I felt my encouragement 
I was to proclaim over you. Step out and step up. Step out and step up. Church of God in Ireland, step out. Would you step out? There is a place that's known as your inheritance. The way to that inheritance of the blessing that's on your life is not known to you, but God has downloaded it already in your spirit. Would you, for God's sake, for his name's sake, would you step out and step up? And I started to think, well, what steps? Lord, what steps have we to take this very day and this very conference? You see, this conference is a pivotal moment for the kingdom of God. This conference is a pivotal moment for the towns and the villages and the rural places that you've come from. This moment is a place that if we take a step of faith today, God's going to release steps of favor and steps of blessing and steps of breakthrough and steps of miracles. And I said, Lord, what is it you want to carry, what you want us to carry out of this place? Because he wants to release miracles and his favor and his goodness and his breakthroughs out there. Would you, for God's sake, step up into your high calling? Abraham, who was called, obeyed. And then he went to a place which he would obtain as his blessing. And he went out without knowing where he was going. And I thought, Lord, what is it you want to do in these last few minutes this morning? And I felt we had to step into and step into, step into destiny. Step into this thing and step out into favor, into breakthrough, into miracles. But the most important thing he wants to give you, carriers, 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 carrying the glory of the Lord, carrying the wonder. He wants to restore wonder. And we were touching it this morning in the worship. What was he doing? Many things, but he was restoring wonder where we go, wow, Wow, nobody could speak. Wow, wow, wow. Imagine carrying all of that out into your town when you go home. Wow, wow. Step into the unknown. Wow. And until you do it, until you do do it, you won't know what's inside you. Until I stepped into China or Cambodia or South Africa or wherever it is, I didn't actually know that God had deposited a thing in me called my destiny, called my contribution in life. I didn't know until I started to do it. So I'm going to ask the band to come up and just assist me for a moment if you're still around. Praise team still here? Yeah, And I'd like you to put down all your books and even if you're purred with your iPhone, put it down. (laughs) And let's stand. (laughs) Do you mind having a black ride while you're doing ministry? Yes, yes, yes. Yes.
you just for a moment to close your eyes and, because I want you to see something that's unseen. I want you to know something that's unknown. The praise band will play something perhaps that will be unknown, but I'm believing God to really come now and show you stuff that you've to walk out into as your place of blessing, as your inheritance. When we were worshiping this morning, I felt that the Lord was saying a new chapter is being written for you here in Ireland. And I saw it was as if we were all sitting at desks and writing the story of this church or the story of the church you've come from. And maybe one chapter might have been the beginning years and maybe a second chapter would have been the journey ahead and maybe a third chapter would have been walking through the valley of the shadow of death and I saw you writing chapters and chapters and chapters and then a page turned and then this chapter was just called the unknown and I say to you, Church of God in Ireland, a new chapter is about to be written. And you are the actors of the drama and the participants of the stage and the carriers of the glory. And God will release to you an avalanche of testimonies that will begin to change the shape of things that are to come. And as you write and live, you're actually going to live the chapter called Unknown and miracles will break out and provision will come and places will come and people will bow the knee to the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father God, we lift our hands to you and we ask now for you as we close our eyes to download visions of our destiny. Download the places we've to go to, the people we've to influence, the people we've to carry the glory and the blessing of the Lord out to. I pray, Father God, you'd begin to light up little villages in Ireland, light up little towns in Ireland, light up the cities of this nation, that we will go where the light is and we will follow the light and we will be carriers of light, of blessing. And Lord, would you let us carry your wonder and your awesome presence out into this nation that is starving for you. We pray in Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Some of you have to take a step. And all I'm asking is those who know they have to take a step up, step out. Step up, step out. Step up into breakthrough. Step up, step out. Those of you who have to take a step, step up, step out. Just, can't, just start walking forward. If you know God's saying to you, step up and step out. Just walk forward. If you know God's saying to you, step up. It's just you're, we're figuratively creating a moment. We're prophetically creating a moment in God. And you're saying, I'm willing to step. I'm willing to step up. I'm willing to climb the ladder. Step up and step out. Come right along the front, folks. I'm just going to pray for the anointing of God on you now for this unknown chapter of your life. If you have to step up and step out, come right to the front. Come forward. Just keep coming forward. 
We're believing God for a deposit here this morning. I can't do it for you. But you're going to receive something that's going to change the shape of things to come in this nation. Just start to sing and pray in tongues if you can as the band starts to play over us. The band is singing our songs of destiny. Start to lift your heart. I'm stepping up. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping up into favor. I'm stepping out into breakthrough. I'm stepping up in faith. I'm coming into my destiny. I'm moving into that which is known to God. And Lord, we want that more than anything. And I pray for your beloved people here. I pray for your beloved children, Father God. And I release now this congregation, this your people. I release you in Jesus' name to step up and to step out. I release favor on you now in the name of Jesus. I release blessing and inheritance on you now in Jesus' name. I release you now that your eyes, the eye of your heart, would be open to see the destiny and the plans that God has for you. Father, I pray for an equipping in the Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Let's start to worship the Lord. Keep receiving. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we're pressing in. We're pressing in. We're pressing in for destiny. We're pressing in 